not realizing what is our real in nature that is why most of the extroverted people or people who are looking for things or solution in the world outside they think that the waking hours are the absolute reality very well knowing that everything which is there in the waking is related to time and space and where does the time and space itself exist have they ever thought about where is the time and space existing can you can you ever thought where where is the source for the time and the space and everything else is within the time and space from where did the time and space come up think the idea of time and space sprouted from somewhere no and knowing that substratum from where the time and space sprout every time and it subsides back like a wave the waking comes like a wave another dream comes and between wave and dream and dream and waking we have the ocean which is tranquil and further and neither the wave both the waves of waking and dream doesn't happen know that that is our nature it is that is why saying it is not some yogi pratyasham or a jnani only knows even the ignorant to the core person who has known never heard about atma or brahman also is that he also is that that is why he is also having that experience it is there in animals it is there in every atom of this world but we 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 fail to identify and ident you know to look in that direction kashchit dira pratyagatmanam ichchat avrata chakshu amradattam ichchat only if you are courageous enough to abandon the identity that what waking and dream is giving is real such a person only can see through that that this ephemeral things of waking and dream are not my reality i am the one who knows the ephemerality of it and i am beyond that only such a person it it shines for itself tameva bandham anuvadi sarvam tasya basa sarvam idam vivadi only for such people such person who looks inward the shining that is the the mantra before that say that no is it it is is it illumined by that or is it illumining by itself that question came no va vibhati it's such a beautiful two verses if you can just analyze these two verses alone in katopanishad is enough for you to realize what we are our nature Arvind do I have a question for you Namaste Ganeshi Namaste Namaste uh, you said uh, uh, this atman or this ananda state of mind is for all animals and for everywhere that jada and chetana everywhere that is present only the courageous one will look at it and even ignorant can have it i mean rather can feel it my question is is it easier for an ignorant person to realize that truth than an intellectual one whose rationality is to the brim that is to the uttermost extent it's very difficult for the intellectuals to pierce through that for having that realization of that true nature is it true you see it's very simple 
a thing which is available everywhere for example space is accessible to everyone every object in the world from the atoms to the things which you can think about the cosmos or the planet or the billion light years of stars and galaxies and all space is common to everything who knows about space only a person who thinks about space can know about space others are living breathing every existing in space but they do not think about space this is a gross example of our waking i am talking about and that which is substrate but which is substratum for even for the space people who cannot think about space how can they think about that which substrate supports the space so dira the one who has the wisdom dimantaha or courage see why courage is being mentioned is that to leave the ego or the individuality is the biggest challenge for human beings when you leave that individuality you are nothing you are not what you have been thinking till this very moment as in one of my earlier clubhouses i asked the question to most of the people that can you ever define yourself this moment without referring to one item from the past second onwards define yourself without referring to the past who you are you have to even drop you the idea of who i am or the ego or the individuality also because that is also in the past from the past memories only our ego and individuality exists but at this very moment who you are without referring to the past can you define it we can't that is how our individuality or the ego is clutching us so to leave that individuality or ego and to look at our real nature without having the identity who i am to know the who real i am you need courage that is why dhira is word is used thank you arbindu ji hari om arvindu ji uh, thanks for a great session so this whole uh, configuration for seeking happiness there is a object of desire to fulfill that you know that where the birth happened to fulfill that desire basically that's a basic configuration so object of desire is perceived through senses and when those sensations get carried hence there is a you know knowledge that i got happiness by perceiving the object of desire the knowledge is the fundamental crux of it because the understanding is that happiness is due to the perception number 1 number 2 the whole object of perception are cleverly created the beauty is manifested to perceive it the male female counterparts are created to perceive each other the food very well you know the nature creates the fruits attract the the very you know animal to eat it up you know to as it has its own reason to transmit those seeds into the nature to grow more but the beauty of the creation the intelligence of creation is is such you are supposed to desire that fruit 
jump and get it, eat it, perceive the happiness out of it. That's a basic configuration of perceiving, getting it, and you know, feeling that content meant for that for that moment. And move on to the next object of desire. This is a fundamental, you know, this intelligence that created it to perceive in this way or this way. And you know, here we are. Hey, break away from this. They're saying break away from this. One question is, can that eternal happiness be perceived? by looking out for example a person of bhakti perceives this whole manifestation as his creation the devotion will that satisfy a seeker like this or it is necessary look inward to get it because for that moment you know any perception after object of desire is perceived, the mind comes down. Hence, you know, there is a fundamental character of this whole, you know, all the mechanics of this is, it is that that pleasure manifesting is inside out or outside in. That's the crux of the question. Maybe we can discuss. Is that inside out? It is, you know, Manifesting inside out or outside in. Vengati, first and foremost, there is no inside out for this truth. That is Sarvagatam Susushma. It is absolutely cannot be pinpointed what the way you define Sri Purusha, all dualities do not stand in its shining. Just as the, in the sunlight, there is neither good nor bad. Both are illumined in the same way. In this light of knowledge, there is no male, female, which are all aspects of the waking. So the inside out aspect also is relative to the waking world only. Here we are talking about the basic truth, which is beyond all limitations of time, space, and causality. That, to conceive that or to apprehend that by mind, mind has to become no mind. Only when the mind becomes no mind, it can glimpse that. And that the only state we have as an experience is in our deep sleep. That, but is from the deep sleep, the waking and the dream comes up, which is camouflaging the presence of the deep sleep state, which is available even during waking and deep dreaming. But that objectless state from where objects are appearing and going back has to be a personal way of looking at from individual's point of view. You cannot look from the world outside because in the world outside, the objects have already come. You cannot see the screen when the movie is going on. You cannot see the tranquility of the ocean when the waves are bashing the shore. You cannot see the of the space when you are seeing through objects. You have to go beyond the space to know what supports the space. So even the objectlessness of the space, which is not comprehensible by the mind, has to be dropped or has to be become none. Then only you can find, understand what is supposed substratum for the, even the space. From that, the space appeared, is what the Shruti says. So any, any references to the waking objects, you will never, never be able to touch that. It cannot, it cannot wet, it cannot touch. 
That is why it said Asparsham Arupam Avyayam. What are the words which are used by the Shrutis? Asparsham means which do not have a, which cannot be touched. Arupam, which cannot be, which doesn't have a form. Avyayam, it doesn't have, you know, limitations. Such a thing cannot be comprehended by the mind outward. It, you can, you can experience only it within your own bosom because you are made of that. Sarva Buddha It is saying it is there in every Atma, every Buddha, every creation. From the tiniest boson or quartz or whatever maybe human beings can find out today or tomorrow. From that to the largest which you can think is the universe. Every nook and corner, it is in everything or everything is in it rather than that saying that it is in everything. Because everything which comes up inside the space has space in it by default, same way. I see the joy in this Vinkarji. <laughs> As Arvindji was speaking, Everything we talk about and we try to discuss are just models in the end of the day. <laughs> the qualities as Sri Aurobindji described, they go beyond. The models get destroyed immediately. The models end where it begins actually. But to talk and to understand uh, things have been given so. <laughs> Yeah, Arvindji, it's such a beautiful to hear you. You are so directly pointing toward that state, you know, that this awake state and dream state has to go, and the one who is watching this has to go. Then the space is felt, and the substratum of that space, space by nature is nothing. You are talking about what Sunny Bhaiya says, you know, when Siva also dissolved, the fifth space. And I'm, I'm having, you know, goosebumps. How can someone talk about which, which has no attribute, no form, everything is into it, and yet it remains the absolute pure space. So, freedom of pure space words are not there. I'm wondering how beautifully you are saying it again and again and twice. You know, definitely first time I feel like, you know, where are your feet? And I would like to know that how come you are experiencing that state and from there those words are coming. And it's like the biggest delight, you know, which can happen, the bliss. It's like, you know, I have no word for your beauty and whatsoever you are, you know. Before that, I used to think you're a serious person, you know. <laughs> when you go away, we had a party. <laughs> Yogi, that's why I always say Namaste Urbinji, Pranam Urbinji and Charan Sparsh. <laughs> Absolutely, Arvindji, first time, you know, like Charan is first, is like little small word through Sunny Bhaiya, I have learned, you know, to your lotus feet, you know, the thing which I am not, you know, <laughs> that not is, you know, going to you, you know, so what a beauty, it's like definitely, you know, that's all, all, all the credits goes to the Rishis, not to me, I am only an instrument in translating what they have mentioned here. But Arbindoji, you are so steadfast in that. And I feel what you were explaining as the dhira, it comes only through consistent steadfastness in that uh, particular truth. And that one quality amazes us. The conviction with which you speak and you are at it. That's what I feel personally. First time, you know, Arvindji, I have never felt what would have been receive assist ji or receive Lomas ji or any great receive, you know. I felt they are speaking through you. But for me, you know, in the screen, you know, you very rightly said, when the movie is going on, the screen is being missed. But at the moment, the screen itself is, you know, at the front face. What a beauty, you know. 
I really loved it the way you said it, Arvindji. Again, you know, thousand times to your lotus feet. That's the only way in the world I can convey the gratitude. It's really you got to the point. My goodness. So, you know, hats off, sir. Uh, Namaste, Arbinji. I have a question. Namaste. Um, so, my question is similar to what uh, Venkatji has asked. So, uh, I don't know which master has said this statement, but um, definitely I read it somewhere that um, master has said, uh, maybe it is uh, Sri uh, Ramanuja Chairaji. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly, but um, he said, uh, I would rather have the juice of the the happiness of the juice of bhakti, um, uh, the happiness of juice of bhakti in chanting the name of the Lord, than the actual sakshatkara of the God Himself. Means, from what I interpreted from that is more than the realization, He is more delighted. In the happiness of the uh, bhakti, of course, I understand. Uh, even this happiness has its source in the final uh, uh, being, final uh, source. What is there, the parabrahman? Everything, whatever kind of uh, experience we have, uh, however great that happiness might be, in what, in whatever forms it might be, ultimately the source is. the same for all that i understand but it, again my question is is it possible that someone enjoys this happiness the happiness of bhakti more than the peace uh, of the final state for example would someone enjoy the calmness of the ocean or the various forms of happiness in the form of waves uh, would someone enjoy more uh, of this than that is my question is it possible i think we are misunderstanding what the great master ramanuja has mentioned about i would like to rather to enjoy the bhakti rather than be one with the paramatma when you are one with that when he meant by that what he meant by that with our limited mind we are thinking that he is referring to separatedness of the reality and the enjoyer who is separate from reality how can everything which is made of that separate from it to enjoy it other than being one with it yet enjoy it when ramanuja acharya mentioned about it he is talking about sharing that happiness of his experience with the people outside because he saw that people outside are not able to enjoy it what the way he is enjoying it so he had to show this to the world outside that there is this enjoyment which i am enjoying it you also have the potency to enjoy it that don't stop it at that come to this very very source of happiness but with the limited mind people thought raman he is also referring to there is separate one entity called paramatma raising can ever the waves be separate from the ocean to enjoy the ocean tell me one minute of the wave ever away from the ocean to enjoy the ocean then i'll accept what he said is the way in which you explained it thank you arpanaji Hey, can you hear me now? 
Yes, Venkat. Yes, sorry. I think I got thrown out and came back and corrected my headset. Uh, so I was trying to put it in three parts. One is sense of enjoyment, and there is a manifested experience. We can call it as ananda, and there is absolute. So this equipment an individual born with either agnani or agnani. There is a manifested experience. that is constant as either the mind is silent or it gets you know sense of object satisfaction it goes silent and this manifested experience is felt you know incorrectly as i got it so this ananda is a nature of the atma uh, that's the nature of atma that ananda is a manifest i call it as a manifested nature so we are talking about this manifested nature and eventually the absolute you know that that that's what it is now there are two parts to it right one is the design is is such you look out for completing your object of experience hence this manifested nature prevails and gives you a false idea the false idea is also recorded in the individual that i got happiness by touching that object the crux of it is identifying this is my original nature that is a dhira who looks at and finds it out this is one way of looking at it the second way of looking at you know somebody who cannot you no know, you can't you don't call him as dhira a bhakta he will you know worship that very nature that creating you know the objects of experience and surrenders his mind or ego whatever you want to call it experience the same plus that of a one who recognized it by knowledge what is the bit difference between these two it is one and the same end of the day your question bengat ji how do you compare this one and the same in what what aspect will you comparing that is what i am not able to understand so the comparison is is such this moda pramoda um is there any word that we can beyond these three that the only the only word the shruti says is ananda So it it is not even a bhakti current. No. No. For bhakti, okay. there is there are there has to be uh, two things. In bhaj sevayam is the root from which bhakti, the word bhakti, has been is formed in Sanskrit. And for seva, you need a sevayam, which is worthy of. pajana or seva or in a word you can do the service and the servant and the serviceable the pedestal or the comes from two things one is apakarshata and utkarshata that something is superior to me and i am inferior to this so i am the servant to that and i am servicing now here the upanishad says that भूतांतरात्मागत सूक्ष्म वेन एवरीथिंग इज दैट हाउ कैन देर बी सुपीरियोरिटी एंड इंफीरियोरिटी फॉर सर्वेंट एंड दर्वीजबल एक्सिस्ट इन दैट 
that idea of bhakti that i have to do devotion to something can come only when there is something devotable and i am a devotee to those devoted or devotable one that separation comes from separatedness of two but when you are saying that the shruti says the upanishad says that ekam sat vipraha bhuda vadanti there is only one truth and the learned say they are all the same and and all the upanishads say that tasya bhasa sarvam idam vibhati in that knowledge of that is everything which is appearing to be shining so there the that inferiority superiority is appearing to be in the all object also is a creation of the knowledge and when you do not know what is that knowledge or the truth of that knowledge the apparent differentiation which you create in the world outside is because of the ignorance which we call it as avidya or maya or that ignorance of the not knowing that every atom is of the same creation or the same matter in which or same material which everything is made the difference between venkat and arbind is only in the name and the form but the substance the substratum for venkat and arbind are the same you are not different from me it is that ignorance which has separated made the separation between you and me, you and me. you call yourself i call myself but in reality if we look into deep in within ourselves are we not the awareness with which you know the everything and the same awareness which i know everything in your and my awareness which is the same thing everything else is appearing in that so how can you say that i am separate i am separate if both of us it are the awareness and in your in your awareness the world appears in my awareness the my world appears the world which is seen by you and the world which is seen by me are not different the qualities or the adjectiveness which we give through our mind can be different but the object fire will be fire water will be water the sun will be the sun the moon will be the moon for you and for me it is your awareness which is shining them and my awareness which is shining them the sun is not yours the sun is not mine the sun is of the awareness so therefore you are not different from me but when we differentiate it because of our limitedness of the mind or the ignorance then you are there separate i am there same is the case when you do bhakti also you are separating out the two things and then there is something superior to whom you can do the bhakti and you are the one who is inferior who will do the bhakti that attitude itself is because of the ignorance of the separatedness shruti says there is no separatedness absolutely no, the final yeah the final one, one. The, the one one who makes the differences for him samrutyum rutyum apnodi he goes in the cycle of birth and death again and again absolutely the final shloka we concluded today that atma jyoti you know all pervading brahma jyoti this defines the whole in a way nothing more than this nothing less than this now this is one all pervading reality then the experiential part of the reality needs it to to experience itself you can call it para bhakti para again it points back to the truth self service again servicing through even any seva happens is a self service serving the self perceiving the self not only perceiving the self is in the other there is no gap left this whole experiential part of anything everything need the two 
this whole creation is so done to experience the self the touching of the nature of the self again happening through the senses to touch and perceive and feel happy about it this design is such while there is a absolute truth of everything then there is a experiential truth of everything these are the two contrasts there is no difference in this but the design is like this that's the most interesting part Gangaji, somehow that I'm not able to see from your viewpoint how you are making those differences. No, the, our only difference is in the ignorance than anything else. That's all I'm saying. The ignorance has to be lost and the right knowledge prevail. Then there is no difference in perceiving the reality from the sense of perception versus recognizing the truth there is no difference in anything at all that's all i'm saying the perceived happiness versus eternal happiness there is no difference between these two it's only the ignorance that differentiates it <laughs> indeed there's the final deal itself venkat ji you know i'll read a few lines in english itself from the vigyana bharatantra itself and generally tantra is considered that uh, oh my god you know the chakras are there everything is there these guys are walking something else but bhagwan says that devi now i'll tell you the most secret part of tantra and then he says these things he says oh devi the sakar aspect of bhairav is insubstantial the form and of no spiritual value like the illusory dream like web of indra and is also like the delusion of celestial musicians then bhagwan says the sakar sadhanas are described for those people of deluded intellect who are prey to distracted thought patterns or are inclined towards the performance of action and ostentatious rituals to traverse the path of meditation so i see the grace how ignorance is utilized to go beyond ignorance in reality the essence of bhairav is not the nine forms and it ends the whole tantra here nor the garland of letters the malini vijyotra tantra also goes nor the three flows the nadis also go with this and not even the three powers of shakti his form cannot be perceived in nad so the anath nad also goes with this <laughs> and bindu nor even in the obstructed half moon nor in the piercing of successive chakras nor in shakti nor in energy constitute his essence these things have been told like the tales used to frighten children to induce people of immature intellect to follow the spiritual path just as the mother entices her child with sweets ultimately the state of bhairav cannot be measured in terms of time space or direction nor can it be indicated by any attribute or designation so everything is a story itself venkatji but you know enjoying the models because the mind enjoys the models itself so they have been given but the tantra itself has ended the whole tantra i would say <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful sunny ji and that nad also has to go so beautiful i have a question if everything is a story it should be still possible to experience that story right so if the self in me should be able to experience the self in other things outside me am i seeing that right yeah this is what i explained also see you cannot see yourself for the you the eyes cannot see itself the ears cannot hear itself 
the sense organs cannot perceive themselves the mind also while in thought cannot see the thoughts it can only perceive the thought which has just completed a thought which has been completed will become aware for the mind but not while minding that about that thought what it is minding so the paradox is that the one which you are looking is there present in everything just as you cannot see it within yourself that same thing which is there in everything you are there also how can you see that there when you cannot see it in you we cannot how can you see it there it is not visible in outside because you are there in them also but what you are seeing is the name and the form that is attributed to them and your presence in that is not seen by that only a person who has realized that uh, what you call infinitude in within himself or that pure knowledge of awareness in himself he can see in awareness he can be the awareness he cannot see it in awareness he can be the awareness and he sees that all the names and forms are also appearances in awareness he do not see the awareness in them he knows that it is a knowledge the it's awareness a is a knowledge yes it's a recognition yes yes so it cannot be seen you cannot see the knowledge even you are seeing you are seeing the attributions of an object but, you are not knowing the knowledge of the object but you can the see, knowledge is happening within you you can see with your spirit and that is how you recognize it because you feel it within you see it within you recognize it within because it is the same what is within you, is what is there outside also so how do you see it you cannot see it separately because if if suppose i go to my daughter and my daughter is has the same oneness in her or even you and i recognize within the connection the feel the awareness because you know you recognize it within and it's not that i look at your face or your body but it, you sense it with your energy with your spirit with within with the awareness within you recognize the awareness in the other but you don't see it with the eyes you don't hear it with the ears or you can't even speak about it that it makes sense but you do you can become one because it's the same do i make sense yes you do you are making sense as you rightly said you cannot objectify it no absolutely no but but then one thing which you are missing out in your statement is that you are experiencing or your inner spirit or realizing there in your daughter or in me there is a sense of separation which you are bringing in into that picture your daughter no, is separate no, from no, you no ah, that should not happen if that is not there then you are on right on track right no there is no separation yeah if you are, if you right right if that separationness is not there right no there is no sense of separation the separation is only in the body and the mind uh, right. but in the energy of the spirit that the the self that becomes one at that moment and there is no difference but there is only separation when we meet and uh, there's only separation of the body and the mind namaste arvin could you um maybe it's too short of uh a time left for you to uh, to go into reincarnation but could you talk about the mythology around what 
what dies, what survives, and uh, and our concepts on uh, on rebirth as much as you can in the time that you have. Thank you. See the birth, reincarnation, appearances, all are only in our waking state of awareness. So in the waking, the experiences is in time and space of the waking. The time and space of the dream is different. The time and space of the deep sleep is different. So the reincarnation, rebirth and everything which we are talking about the waking is only for the waking. And for that purpose, for those who are not able to shift their identity from the waking to that infinite awareness with which all the three states are appearing in it. To such people, the Upanishad as well as even in the Kata Upanishad earlier it was said, no? What happens is that the, there is this rebirth which is mentioned as like the space entering another pot. A pot was destroyed and another pot was made. The space entered from one pot which was destroyed and it entered into another pot. But in reality, do such events take place? Pots may come up and pots may get destroyed. Or example, for example, that other example which I explained to you the other day. Imagine a lake. In the summer, there is no lake. Water has all evaporated. The monsoon brings in again water into it. So the lake comes alive. So the lake is no bound. When it's in the summer, it becomes dry. The lake is dead. There is no lake. You, call, you can't call it as a lake. But the water which comes in and goes out, can you say it is the same water which comes and goes out? No. Because that water is cannot be limited to that locality of this water lake. Same way, the, the bodies which are appearing in awareness are made of awareness. In awareness, the bodies appear. The, the appearance is by, by default because of the sense organs limitations. So the body and reincarnation which we talk in the waking is exclusively for the waking. And in the waking, you can tell that Yes, there is reincarnation, like the pot coming up, holding the space, the pot getting destroyed, another pot coming up. But for the space, the awareness in which it comes and goes has no change. It is aware, in awareness, everything comes and everything in, exists in awareness. Into awareness, everything goes back. What part survives in, of, of the mind? What? you know structurally what what is it that survives and and is reborn what what survives what goes back the mind is basically a matter which is made of earthly nourishment it has been shown even in the in the chandogya upanishad as an example where the father tells the son, O oh son, stop eating food for 16 days and come back on the 16th day. And I want you to chant the mantras of the Veda. The child comes back on the 16th day after without taking the thing and says that I cannot remember the Vedas because my mind is not working. I cannot even remember. There he wanted to prove that the mind is nourished by the food which he eats. The only thing he was allowed to drink was water. Because water is required for life to survive in the physical body. So he was allowed. So that example is very clearly says that it is the matter of the food which converts itself into the mind. So there were, there it is a very clear picture given by the Shruti is that if that is the case, when the body is destroyed, 
the mud or the matter with which the mind is made is also part of the body it goes back into the constituents from which it has come whether it is calcium phosphorus dna or whatever it may be which human nature can define it in different ways it is scientific in nature but what in in the philosophical nature it is that it is an earthly compound with which the mind was made it goes back into the earth and the same earthly compound comes up with somebody else's body so that body may carry the the qualities of the one which has gone in back into the earth it comes back as it like a clay pot which gets destroyed and becomes mud clay again get mixed up and because that these made again into another pot later will have the tendencies of the earlier clay in it it may get new clay and part of the old clay mixed together a new pot will come up if you if you are really looking into microscopic level you will find that part patterns have got the same mix of old and new in it same is the case with our human body also but this is all explanations for the waking mind to get satisfied in reality nothing happens wow arvind ji today you are speaking the ultimate truth you know the substratum of the space which is absolute nothing and when you know that truth is so powerful that you know and glorification of male female body glorification of bhakti and everywhere you do see that you know there is some superiority inferiority then comes this question that you know i'm so loving i'm so connected you know the bhakti as a self and you reach it out so that you know at the first step i feel that there is a separation that's when you are going to meet your brother mother father sister my goodness and your truth you know ki the truth of wholeness celebration is fragmented they are making the point it's nothing wrong it's the absolute truth but from the point where you are standing that nothing is today you know beating with the ultimate celebration of you know shiva shakti male female you know the when you are doing the divine bhakti and everything you know so beautifully you you, you are just putting aside which thing will take birth which thing is you know if the way you said it you know for awakened mind of this lower reality to satisfy that you know this birth and death is happening there what's happening it's beyond happening and not happening my goodness arvind ji how come repeatedly you are bringing the truth and even the largest truth of you know this dual world they are also the ultimate truth but they are not standing anywhere keep it up arvind ji again thousand time you know this nothingness is going to your lotus feet thank you sir arbindo ji i have a question yes please uh, is sakshi bhava and uh, observer are both same and is it i adjects to to me the sakshi bhava observer both are the same sakshi is basically observer the sakshi bhava is possible only when there is something to be observed the observer name comes when things are there to observe but when the observer sees that it is he himself which is appearing as the observed then there is no separate observer and observed trishudamasu yadbogyam bhokta bhogascha yadbave tebyo vilakshana sakshi chinmatroham sadashivam is the upanishad mantra which talks about this trishudamasu the three states jagrat swapna sushupti in each of them there are three sam the subject the object and the relationship between the subject and the object in the waking it is there in the dream it is there even in the deep sleep it is there because the sleeper is there the knowing of nothingness is there and nothingness as objectlessness is there in the deep sleep in the waking that waking world is there 
wake the observer of the waking world is there the experience of experiencing the waking is there in the dream also the dream world is there the dreamer is there the dreamer experiencing the dream world is there so in all the three states there is the three sum of subject object and the relationship between them but i am aware of the three states of mind and the three in each of the states i am knowing them that i observed my objects in the waking i was the observer of the waking i observed it as a relationship i the dreamer dreamt the world in the dream experienced the world i knew i dreamt i knew i had a sleep where i knew nothing so i am the one who is knowing the changes of the three also the one which is was in the deep sleep the one who became dreamer the one who became the waker also i am aware of the changes of the three so not only the three in each of them the three changes also i am aware of it so i am the observer of all that i am never part of the changes so tebyo vilakshana sachi i am separate from that that because i want to explain that then i become the observer but are they separate from me only when i was there these things experienced it is in my awareness the three experiences came so sadashivam i am that ebyo vilakshana sachi chit matroham the chit matram is awareness alone the pure awareness i am in which these appearances came sadashivam ever pure ever mangalam so the observer is a nomenclature given when things are there to observe but they are only used for the experience to explain the experiences but the observer without the objects of experience is pure awareness where he is not even an observer not even the sakshi so finally also removed no from me that observer also can be removed yes so finally arvind ji you butchered and murdered sakshi bhav and observer also but with love you know enough of observing you know in the awake state and which is really don't exist wow so beautifully you know that observer thing found so beautiful thank you sir for liberating people from you know nonsense observation and they think that you know, they are observing so beautifully and they can't observe you know the fruitfulness and nothingness of that observation wow <laughs> the beauty of the devices i see because they are required because the moment that that's why i remember so much of the guru seva was there so many things were there and then slowly slowly in fact the part of the tantra i read is the most secret part of tantra bhagwan says because earlier if those things are said then one is like okay i don't have to do anything and i don't have to be observer also i don't have to do any devotion also and then carried away by the mind <laughs> so that's why the models were required actually so i think you know i celebrate the devices too they are also beautiful and that's the grace <laughs> yeah sane ji devices are so important but today you know arvind ji destroyed all three devices bhakti the love the observer of sakshi bhav and then you know the leela the experience all these devices were destroyed so that you know the ultimate you know wow so thank you so much arvind ji for liberating and that is the joy in this again yog ji <laughs> as bhagwan says in the gyan bharat tantra itself that uh, it is just like these devices all these chakravakra everything is given just like the mother gives sweets to the children to entice them so answers given to the waking state because saying that it is everywhere kathopanishad says it but like okay i do not want to contemplate it right so <laughs> so let's give you something to contemplate upon then <laughs> so that you arrive at this final thing 
so i see the joy like this yogji yeah family today he also said that you know for some people the so called this ordinary awake dreaming state you know he said that you know if for you if you want you know you are taking birth you are observer you are the ultimate reality he also gave some sweet you know through the love but in the reality he said that you know there is no sweet no giver no taker such a beauty you know so wow he has taken away all the sweet <laughs> people are you know wanting sweet again <laughs> i'll become sakshi eternal sakshi you know and they are bored yet you know i am sakshi observing myself you know come on what this nonsense you know who is observing who are you not bored <laughs> and yet you know millions here i am observing wow marvind ji so beautiful arvind ji i have a question for you how you got this realization i knew receiver is speaking but your journey you know that you know it's the ultimate liberation and liberation from liberation also you know and that state is all the time there it's not that you reach there you are already that you know and yet you know this drama happens people are loving that drama you know that i am separate entity in the reality there was no separation not a possibility yet drama happened some people call it beautiful drama you know like love devotion loving ourselves observation but for you you know how you reach to this state you know what have been your you know stimulus and you know the process thank you sir tat chindanam tat kadanam anyonyam tat prabodhanam i've been talking about that i've been discussing about that and the very purpose i am here in a clubhouse is that i have like minded people with whom i can discuss that and each question when it comes it only establishes more in more in me that you know it is what we in the in the technical term we call it as fixing a pillar on the ground each hammering you take it then you shake it and pull it out then hammer it again oh god to such a state that you know the pillar can never be shaken and taken out that is the state at which i want to be there so all questions are only you know helping me to hammer it further into the reality that is the truth thank you so much sir Okay, with all your permission, I'll take leave. We'll uh, have the next Katopanistan next Wednesday. I uh, know today's Wednesday. Friday we'll have the first part of the next valley, and then following Wednesday we'll come to conclude it. So see you on yeah. Friday. Thank you. 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 I think at least we need two sessions to complete that. We can do yes. that. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank, Thank you. you. Good night. Good night.